Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. (laughs) And I'm Grace Duffy. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. And today's show is brought to you by Restream, the number one live streaming platform that allows you to go to over 30 online destinations. We're going to talk about that a little bit more because we have a lot to cover today. But to find out more, go to socialmedianewslive.com forward slash restream. That's restream, R-E-S-T-R-E-A-M to find out more about it. That's right. And today we are joined by Vivica Von Rosen, and we're going to be chatting about what you need to have on your LinkedIn profile to establish your expertise in your current role and set yourself up for success in finding your next job. And we're going to explore how to build a personal brand on LinkedIn using new creator tools and video, some best practices and tips for creating video for LinkedIn and how we should be networking on LinkedIn the right way with Vivica. So uh, we also want to make sure that you guys know all about uh, my friends over at Ecamm. They're also the the sponsor of the show. That's how we make the show look so awesome. They have a great new uh, webinar coming up called Leap Into Live. You can find out more at leapintolive.com. We'll be talking about that more later. But uh, anyway, just want to let you guys know, I want to give a shout out really quick to our friend Sabrina. She goes, hi, it's Friday and it's Sabrina. Well, hi, Sabrina. It is Friday. So good to see you here again this week. Uh, DZ Studio is here going hey hey back at you dz studios so uh good to see you here as well so um if you guys don't know who vivica is you really should because she's amazing i've known her for a while i've watched her talk at social media marketing world she's amazing she is the co-founder chief visibility officer master trainer and head of personal branding at Vengrisso. She is an author and a LinkedIn expert. She's written uh, 101 Ways to Rock LinkedIn, and she's got an updated uh, version of her book as well. Uh, she's also uh, written a LinkedIn Marketing an Hour a Day, and she speaks on the topic of LinkedIn on stages all over the world and all over the interwebs. Vivica, <laughs> welcome to the show today. Thank you so much. It's so good to see both of you again. Yay. It's awesome. And if you're watching over on Amazon Live, we have actually got her books down below. So anytime during the show today, you can just click on those books down there and uh, check those out. Because if you're needing LinkedIn, these are the books that you need to read. So anyway, Grace. Take it away. Yes, yes. Well, you are the expert on rocking it on LinkedIn. And before we get started into our topic of of job hunters and recruitment today, tell us a little bit more about Van Grosso with one S. And (laughs) what is your role of Chief Visibility Officer? What does that entail? 
Yeah, so Vengresso is actually a combination of two words, Ventus and Ingresso, sales and revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, when we came together to create the company, we we're like, okay, do we want to be like socialsellingexperts.com or do we want to be more like a Google, um, which would allow us actually to move into any direction that we wanted to. So we decided to be more like a Google. Um, our, you know, our, our buy, the, the people that we work with the most are B2B sales teams, which normally you'd go, well, sales teams, what does that have to do with looking for a job? But it does because it has to do with how are you selling yourself online? Um, Mm -hmm. Not in a Amsterdam kind of way, but like, how are you (laughs) actually positioning yourself online? So I'm, I'm excited to talk about that. And I think you've got some really wild uh, facts and numbers and statistics um, that like just blew me away, quite frankly. So we'll, we'll talk all about that. Yeah, absolutely. Grace, this first, this first uh, is one of them is this, (laughs) what we're talking about, this great resignation that we've all heard about. So talk about that. What is that all about? Yeah. Well, this is the topic that prompted the topic for the show, right? Is this, are you ready for the great resignation? So basically it's as more and more workers are, you know, getting past COVID, getting, going back Mm -hmm. to the office, all that, all these changes, like more and more people are deciding to leave their jobs just and just as businesses, and this is happening just as businesses are facing a worker shortage. And this shift is being called the great resignation. And um, they've been, I've been hearing a lot of reports about it. And so there, you know, there's several factors, right? So people have either reprioritized, they've discovered new skills or passions. I know at Restream, we found a lot of people really discovered live streaming, right? And yeah. building a business that way, for instance, right? Or, hey, we made it, we're surviving, <laughs> we feel empowered to take risks, right? There's also some other negatives like burnout, the cost of childcare, lack of growth opportunities, and then also people finding that remote work was just ideal and they're continuing to look for that. So some stats that we found from Monster.com is that 95% of workers are currently considering changing their jobs and 92 are wow. willing to switch industries to land, land that new position. Now, this is rather high. I've seen anywhere from 40% to 70%. And then this is funny. Jeff sent this to me as we we're preparing for the show. It was an article called Every Marketer Wants to Quit. And it was from a staff <laughs> of Marketer Hire. Yes. And the survey that they put out there said that 78% of marketers are saying that marketing is about to see a great resignation. Uh, and yeah. 48% said that they are personally planning to quit Wow. This before the end of the year. Right. So and at the same time, again, uh, with the Labor Department reporting that there's a record of nine point three million job openings as of their latest tally. And I think this was from a few weeks ago. So in all this, we want to talk about how to empower yourself yeah. on LinkedIn, how to sell yourself, not in an Amsterdam way, like you said, <laughs> but, you know, but whether it's a product, a service, a sale, a new business that you've just launched. Let's talk about what you can do to make a powerful and positive first impression on LinkedIn. Perfect. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. We've even seen some turnover in our company. We've we've had um, several employees like decide I'm going to move to another country with weird time zones or I'm going to, you know, go back to school. I'm going to start my own company. So we've, we've actually seen some of that in Vengresso itself. It's, it's really amazing how 
how COVID kind of opened our minds to what was possible. And I love what you said, um, Grace, it, it helps to empower you. So that being said, a lot of people then go, okay, well, I got to get on LinkedIn because, you know, I'm going to look for a job or maybe I'm going to start my own business and I'm, and I need, you know, vendors, contractors, et cetera. Um, and then the first thing they do is create a resume online because they're looking for a job. Um, but just like in sales, you know, uh, it, it makes a little bit more sense to have uh, LinkedIn be your resume. But if you want to differentiate yourself from everybody else out there who's now had this great idea that they're going to go find another job, you need to stand out, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So, Jeff, you had a question about LinkedIn Premium. Yeah. So that's yeah. The, one of the questions I think a lot of people. Yeah. So a lot of people are looking for jobs and, mm -hmm. you know, they're thinking about, you know, th that number was so high that even yeah. considering it, like the people are just like ready to leave. Um, in fact, I wanted to bring up some of these comments. Um, like uh, Gary says, a record 4.4 new businesses were created in 2020. Many of uh, the new entrepreneurs who struck out on their own, which yeah. is great. And then yeah. like Sabrina said, uh, she goes, my sister said later and retired. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, and, and people are moving, like uh, Gary says, yep. that one of their team members moved to Thailand and still works for us. So that's cool, yeah. A lot of these people are like, okay, I, I know LinkedIn's important for finding a yeah. new job. Should I pay for this for the for the premium edition? I don't even know what they call it. Um, or am I am I okay? Because a lot of times, you know, when you quit, you're like yeah. holding on to every dollar you can while you're yeah working. yeah yeah exactly is it exactly. Worth it? Yeah, it, you know, I think it really depends on what you're trying to do. So to, to save a little money, um, when it comes to rebranding, and we'll talk about some things that you can do to rebrand and, and who you really should be focused on. Um, so when you're rebranding LinkedIn and your profile, you really don't need a premium account. Where you might start looking at a premium account is um, the Job Seeker account. Hello folks, Jeff C here, just breaking in really quick. We had an issue with the live stream where it crashed on us. So we're gonna start the conversation right when we came back live. I wanna apologize for that, but I wanted to give you Vivica's answer because it's really, really good. So back to the show. I think we're back. We're back. Can, can you check and see Grace for me? I'm sorry, folks, if you guys, we don't know what's going on. So let us know in the comments right now if we are back and you can see us uh, because holy cow, what happened? That has video, never folks. happened to us before. Like, okay, we were talking about the, yeah, we were talking about LinkedIn premium and is it worth doing? And Vivica, you're making this amazing point that you can do a lot of the branding and stuff that you need to position yourself and you don't necessarily need premium. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So everything, all the features, and we'll deep dive, maybe, maybe not, we'll deep dive into all of these um, free features uh, coming up next, but things like, your background image, video cover stories, name pronunciation, which is an audio mini uh, elevator speech, you know, your headline, the featured media where you can almost create a portfolio depending on what you do, um, the about section, which is like a sales page, uh, sharing newsletters that they're new on LinkedIn. They're awesome. Peg knows, Peg knows yes. because, you know, a few select people got newsletters and now they're becoming more wild, widely available. Hey, it's so good to see you, Peg. Um, so all of these 
things are available to you for free so you can help to position yourself for free. Now, I don't know where we got caught off. I was talking a little bit about the Job Seeker premium accounts mm -hmm. and the Sales Navigator accounts. Those are great if you need them, but when you are looking for a new job, sometimes we're, you know, counting the pennies and things like that. So I'd say don't invest in a premium tool until you hit that point where you're like, okay, you know, I need to live stream from more, more, from more than one platform. Now I need to invest in something, right? I need to uh, be able to engage or connect with a few people who are outside of my network that LinkedIn's not letting me do. So now I have to invest into Sales Navigator or Job Seeker. So that's what I would recommend. But when you're starting out and almost everything we're going to talk about today is available for free. So you absolutely don't need to invest in premium just to commence on your your new journey into a new position. See, I think that's great advice because so many times it's like anything yeah. else, like you think that, well, if I pay for something, I'll, it'll be better and I'll yeah. get, it'll increase my chances. Like I need to buy this new, you know, live streaming thing yeah. it'll make it me better, you know, when it's not really, doesn't really ma matter. So that's great to know. Um, yeah. One of the things, there was an article on, um, on Forbes this week and it was called, the, you know, it was the biggest, what was the biggest error thousands of professionals make on yeah. LinkedIn every day. And so, um, you know, and it's and one of the things it was all about networking. So it, it yeah. got like the, the top five blunders networkers of all kinds make. And, you know, there were cold pitches, blind outreaches yeah. to strangers, which we all love yeah. so much on LinkedIn. And uh, when it, but when it comes to sales, whether it's a product or service or yourself, what can we do to make a powerful and positive first impression on LinkedIn? Yeah, well, ironically, um, when you're creating your LinkedIn profile because you're either going to start your own business or you're looking for a job, you don't actually want it to read like a resume. You know, you can upload your resume if you want to. Um, there's there's different ways you can get that. You can actually add your resume to the featured section. So you can you can certainly get your resume to whoever might need to read it. Um, make it's public, so you know, get rid of like. <laughs> personal phone numbers and things like that. Um, but your your LinkedIn profile really needs to be a resource for your audience. So if you're switching industries, then you need to make sure that your LinkedIn profile is reflective of the audience of the industry that you're moving into. If you're changing a job, um, but you're, you're, you know, you're just maybe moving from company A to company B, then your, re your resume, your LinkedIn profile needs to talk about how you helped company A achieve success, you know, what, what their struggles were, um, what you did, what the results were. Um, so it really needs to be focused on how you can help your audience, your new company, your, your new employer, as opposed to, you know, oh, I've got 25 years in marketing. Um, I worked here, 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 and here. Like there's a resume for that. And guess what? You can upload it, but really focus on who you help how you helped them, what makes you different, and why you would be um, either a good hire or why people should hire your new company that you're creating. And so from the top down, like let's just go over it from the top down, um, a lot of people don't have a background image or they have a background image from their current company. Um, you might want to create a background image that is reflective of you. If you're, you know, if you do visual marketing, 
you could you could do a collage of maybe some of the graphics that you've created, right? If you're a speaker, obviously um, have that on on you know you on stage. If you're an author, if you go to my profile right now, um, unless you're listening to this like six months from now, if you go to my uh, profile right now, you'll see that I've got my book up there with my co-author. Um, so think about who you are individually, what your offer is, what your service is, and how can you visually reflect that in that background image? And if you go to Vengresso with one S, vengressobanner.com, uh, it will give you the background image sizing um, for both company pages and personal profiles. You might want to consider creating a company page for your new company if you're creating a new company because, you know, you might not even have a website yet. But, hey, you can create like a mini website by just creating a company page on LinkedIn and start with that branding. Um, the other thing, make sure your photo looks like you. We've We've got longer hair, less hair. <laughs> we're bigger. We're smaller. I mean, let's face it. The past we're 16 bigger. months, we're I'm smaller. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I took your way. I got it on mine. Yeah. So <laughs> the past 16 months have changed us, right? Physically, emotionally, spiritually, and you want to look like you do because if you're getting interviewed in in real life, yay. Um, but a lot of interviews are still happening on Zoom. And so they see this one picture of you and then you get on Zoom and they're like, who's that, right? Because <laughs> you're bigger, smaller, balder, longer hair, whatever. Um, so make sure that that image is what you look like today. And then I know, I think we're going to talk about video cover stories a little bit later, so I won't dive too deeply into that, but there's a cool little hack you can do with that, which we'll talk about. Um, from your name, like the name pronunciation tool, which is available in the mobile app only, mm -hmm. you can see it and play it on desktop, but in the mobile app only, it's called name pronunciation, which A, if you've got a funky name like me or Jeff, <laughs> right. Um, it's right. Jeff Shea, Shea, no, yeah. I know, I know, but yeah. I'm, that, I'm, I'm proving my point, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause how I'm, I'm pretty sure I've called you Shea in the past too. Yeah, so that's right. it's okay. I know. I forgive you. That's all right. <laughs> So not only can you tell people how to pronounce your name, pronounce your name, um, you can give them a 10 second little elevator speech who you are and why they should hire you. Um, and this is all free and it's all above the fold and it's all on LinkedIn. And then your headline almost becomes the script, quite frankly, for that uh, for that name pronunciation tool. You don't want to be like, you know, marketing professional with 25 years looking for a job. Um, <laughs> Focus on who you're, you know, I help small to medium sized businesses make a splash online with great graphics and content, right? And then that's speaking, if that's what you do, that's speaking directly to your audience. And then later on, they'll be able to see that you're available for, for work. But, and you can even do the little, you know, they've got the uh, hiring or available to work, or I forget what right, it's right, called, yeah. but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, they even have that you can add if you want to. But I would definitely focus on who you help and how you help them, not necessarily, you know, your job experience. Because like I said, you can upload a resume for that in your featured section. The about section, the first two lines in the about section are crucial because it's the old summary section. Because unless people click on see more, they're only going to see those first two lines. So you need, we call it a call to read, a CTR. You need to have an impactful first, uh, you know, first sentence 
that people are like, ooh, I want to learn more about Jeff. I want to learn more about Grace. I want to learn more about Peg. I want to learn more about Jason. Jason Goff writes for us. He knows he knows what that that CTR, that call to read is. It's so people will click on the read more, the see more, and then that expands into 2,000 characters of real estate, which you can turn into almost a sales page about you, why people should hire you, Mm -hmm. why you're different from every other marketer out there, why you're different from every other consultant out there, why you're different from every other contractor out there, you know, why people love working with you, how you make a difference in your company's life, et cetera, et cetera. And then you can use the featured section to prove it, right? By uploading examples of your work, by uploading video testimonials or sharing a link to video testimonials, by uploading written testimonials, all of those things. And again, we're still pretty much above the fold and people are getting a huge impact of who you are and how you can help them. Meanwhile, you know, competitor over there is like, I got 25 years in marketing, hire me. <laughs> right, right. Pick me. Right? Pick so, me. Yeah. yeah, pick me. Yeah. You could do that in your video cover story. That would be funny. <laughs> so I think I'm going to change my video cover story to be like, I've got 20 years. To be honest, <laughs> and, and, and we'll talk about that a little bit later because uh, I didn't see that video cover thing until I went to your profile. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, that's amazing. But we'll talk about that. But one of the questions I want to uh, really quickly about when we're talking about personal branding, and one of the things I also think is very important is um, – networking. And we mentioned, you know, those things about not what not to do that article from Forbes. Um, and we get those cold email calls. I mean, one, I get them because of like, I produce Guy Kawasaki's podcast. And so I get tons of people like wanting to be on his show and they see that I'm connected to him and they think that I'm just going to automatically forward that to them or something. I don't know what. Exactly. So how can you network in the right way on LinkedIn? I mean, um, I know you probably get even more bonkers type of like requests and, you know, reaching out and LinkedIn mail and all that stuff. So how do we, how do we use LinkedIn in as a networking tool in the right way? Yeah. So, you know, guys, gals, it's not about the size. It's about the quality. It's, it really is. I think the big mistake that people are making and, you know, we, we focus on sales. So we really see this a lot. They use automation tools, they get lazy, and they just try to connect with as many people as possible. And to your point, Jeff, and you know, to Forbes's point, we're it's just it's given LinkedIn a bad name and people are just sick of seeing that spam. We can see you coming a mile away. Oh, it looks like we share some people in the same company and you can tell by my headline that I'm going to try and pitch you the next thing that we do. Right. Right. Um, You know, like, oh, I read your book about Facebook, you know, like, really my book about Facebook? I'm pretty sure you didn't <laughs> yeah. you know, like just ah. um, take a little time when you are going to reach out and, and, and ask someone to connect with you. Take a minute, go to their profile, read through their profile. We call it by the three by three, find three things in their profile other than the size of their network, other than, you know, maybe you share a group. See if there's three things, look at their profile, look at their content. If they're sharing content, look at their, you know, their activity. Um, Yes, if you have to look at the groups, look where they live, look where they went to school. Maybe you have someone in, you know, someone in common because they went to school together. Like find some humanizing aspect about their profile. And then when you go to invite them to connect, you know, refer to that. 
and and just <laughs> we could see the sales pitch coming a mile right. away. Don't go in. We wouldn't do that in real life, right? We wouldn't be at like yeah. social media marketing world and hey, my name's Vivica, and you should totally you know buy our 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 service for your company. Like buy me, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Why why is it okay to do it on LinkedIn? I just I don't get it. Get to know people first. And another really cool tool, we call it the social surround. If you're lucky enough that your prospects on LinkedIn are actually sharing content, get into the content. Oh, Start yeah. reading through the content. Comment on the content. Engage in the content. Because then when you invite them to connect, you can say, hey, I read that post you shared the other day that Forbes said about five things you shouldn't be doing on LinkedIn. Um, you know, you were spot on. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I, you know, would love to connect too. So that's that's kind of just like you would do in real life. You're right. you're having a conversation and then you're like, hey, oh, and let's connect on LinkedIn too. I mean, duh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's funny. I have had people hey, do that Jim. to me at Social Media Marketing World. But, right. and it's funny too, is like, and Eric Fisher, a friend of mine who's got a really popular podcast, we both get these pitches like, yep. hey, I love your podcast. I would love to be on your podcast. I am an underwater basket weaver. It has nothing to do, you have <laughs> yeah. not listened to my podcast because it's nothing to do with that. Why would I want you on my show? So makes, you know, like right, you were saying, right. it's got to make yeah. sense. Gary goes, uh, I, this is funny. I noticed we both breathe air. We should connect. Yes, yeah. So that's. We should true. connect. I, know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We're not that past COVID that I'm that's ready to right, breathe air right. with people. So I don't and know. Danny, We're not there yet. We're not there yet, Gary. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I don't breathe said, your air, Gary. Nothing further. That's right. And Danny says, you know, so true. Those automated messages are so awful. Danny, I'm so glad you got to see us live today. I appreciate you stopping by. Uh, this is true. Serena says, take the time to read and get to know people. Then connect per what Vivica says. So Grace, I want you to talk about, cause I found this, this, this article you found about, you know, what people are scared about in the workplace. And this was fascinating <laughs> to me because I didn't think it was this high, but I guess it makes sense. So talk about that real quick. Oh yeah. So we found this article. It was also in Forbes. It was a new research done by the knowledge Academy. And they were saying that one of the biggest workplace fears is using LinkedIn. And it's actually yeah. number two after asking for a promotion. So, and although it sounds like a random fear, it doesn't seem random at all. The article breaks it down that like, you know, it's, it's where you deliver your first impression, right? It just, people yeah. get nervous about doing that. It's also a place where you build and nurture your network, learn and grow, reach towards staff, expand your business, share your thought leadership. And that's, it's a lot of pressure, right? It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So in terms of LinkedIn is the most powerful online tool for building your personal brand. And I know you went through a great checklist of everything that you need to do to set yourself up for networking and having a really good profile that's really strong out there. But um, my question to you is like, as someone that's worked in digital marketing my whole life, you know, you and I have done a million things like you want me to be a graphic designer? That's great. I am. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> you want me to do SEO? I've done that, right? Like, I mean, my whole job is something that I never thought I would do until they were like, right, you're doing it now. And I'm like, oh, okay. So when you've got so many skills and you could see yourself doing anything, what's a good way to really talk about like what your personal brand is when you're not just one thing? Mm. Right, right. Well, I, I'm so glad you brought that up. And it doesn't surprise me about LinkedIn being like the number two fear because LinkedIn's kind of like how we're on stage now. And of course, being on stage and, and, and talking to people is is 
the number one fear even above death for some people. So, you know, LinkedIn's just the virtual version of that. So it's it's not that surprising. And I think that's why people are afraid of doing video as well. And, you know, I hate to say it, but it's when I work with people, it's the pushback I often get is from women saying, oh, I couldn't say that about myself. Um, so yeah, get over it, but, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. We have to, we have to get over it. Yeah. If you can't true. get over it, right. Right. If we can't get over it and to actually answer the question you asked me, um, some of the ways that you're going to want to impart, you know, this vast knowledge to the, uh, to the world and let people know like everything you're capable of is letting other people say it for you. So getting those testimonials, um, and getting those video testimonials up onto the featured section. If you're, if you're in fact looking for a job, let other people say how you rocked their world, right? Let other people say, and you might need to you might need to script it for them a little bit or give them some talking points. Otherwise you might get it like, he's nice, she's nice. But um, but if you rocked someone's business world, like get that testimonial from them and put it up there because that other people saying how awesome you are will help. Of course, I, I already mentioned examples of your work. That's going to help too. When it, But to back up even more, and Grace, this is for people who do everything, master of many things, um, or for people who are switching entirely into a new industry and a new career, you've got to back up a little bit and go, okay, who is my audience? And helping everyone with a face, helping everyone with a computer, helping anyone who needs marketing. Um, <laughs> that's not right. Like right. marketing right. is 10 gazillion things. That's not going to help. You need to get really, really specific about who you help. And I know I'm a broken record, who you help and how you help them. Be very, very clear on who your buyer persona is. Even if your buyer persona is a company hiring you, what are their needs? And the thing is, especially when you're looking for a new job, especially, you know, if you're a contractor looking for new contracts, you, you, you want work, right? You gotta, you gotta work to, to get that money to eat, the, to live, um, to build your, your, you know, your, your, your other job if you, or your other business, if you want to, but you've got to work. And so a lot of us are like, I'll do anything. Like I'll do anything, just like pay me. Um, and that unfortunately, it doesn't send a good mood, uh, a good message. Okay. So trying to be everything to everyone like a, you're going to burn out and you're going to be looking for another job. I think that's what COVID did. It burned a bunch of, a bunch of us out. And we're like, yeah. I, I only got so many years left here, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I don't want to spend them doing sucky work. I want to do them, you know, at least making a difference in the world or doing something I love or whatever. And so like focus on that. And it's a little woo woo, but mm -hmm. focus on that and, and make sure that your entire profile that your entire uh, uh, portfolio, that everything that you provide to people focuses on what it is that 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 laser sharp idea of who you help and how you help them and, and do not try to be everything to everyone. I think that's that is loud and clear that what we have to do is like, yeah. and it's hard because you, you want to take, you know, when you're desperate, you want to take any job that is in front of oh, you. Oh yeah. So, I've but, been there. I yeah. get that, I've I, sold cars. Yeah. So and I, I do live video. Yeah. 
And yeah, Gary says burnout is real. I think that's why a lot of people are changing jobs. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, agreeing yeah. with what you were saying. Okay. So by the way, you know, if you're wanting to showcase a lot of stuff, what you're doing uh, on, on LinkedIn, one of the best ways that I have found is with using live video, which we are yeah. uh, doing here. And we're going to talk about some live video things uh, in a bit, some of the kind of new cool things that this creator uh, profile. But I wanted to let you guys know about our friends over at Ecamm who are also sponsoring the show. Find out more about them at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. But they have this really great thing coming up called Leap uh, into Live Streaming Bootcamp. And I will be one of the speakers there. And I'm really excited to talk about that. We're going to be talking about how to take a, a live show and make it a podcast. We've got Pat Flynn speaking there, Leslie Samuels, Stephanie Liu, all these people who are amazing. And one of the ways to you know get noticed on LinkedIn is doing live video. And the cool thing uh, about that is that you know you can do it right on LinkedIn now. And so make sure you guys go sign up for this because there are uh, seats are limited, but you can find out more at leapintolive.com. That is leap into live.com and another way to go live is of course restream so talk about well, they that, go ecam and restream work yeah. so well together right because do. once you do create that amazing content once you have that amazing branding and all the graphics that you're seeing here on this show there's no better way to distribute it to anywhere anywhere online than with restream we're going live to linkedin facebook youtube and amazon live did i miss one jeff Oh, there's 30. Like, there's 30 different ones. And I no, mean, I meant us, yeah. us right now. Yeah. Yes. But, and that's just, a, that's just a handful of the right. 30 plus destinations, right? Yes. So if you're yeah. using live video in your business, you're using live video in your personal branding, you're looking to break out into a new career. I highly suggest this one. So <laughs> check right. out yeah. more about Restream over at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Restream. So this next section is really like I said, I saw uh, Vivica on her profile with some of these new cool things that you could do with uh, cover stories. So, Grace, break down these these new things that are in the news, and then I'll have Vivica actually explain them because they're, they're really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So these are two things. They rolled out, um, I think, end of March, beginning of April, and it's the ability to add a 30-second intro video to your profile. So it's almost like looking at a Harry Potter, like picture, right? Exactly. So as you go there and like, you know, I, I saw Vivica like moving a little bit. I was like, oh, I should ask her about that on the show. And so now I am. And then the other thing is, is uh, this new creator mode. So Vivica, I don't want to talk too much about it because you are the one that has this, this, this video cover. So tell us about it. Tell us what they do, how they work and how you make it work for you. Yeah. So video cover stories to exactly Grace, the Harry Potter effect. So to reiterate, it's a 30 second video where you can, again, tell people who you are, but more importantly, who you help and how you help them. And I've seen some really creative stuff with it. Like some people are using it to give a daily tip um, or really more weekly, like, right. Isn't that cool? Um, if you're looking for a job and what you you can display what you do visually you could even upload like a little mini video potentially uh, like a, a video of uh, a produced video of what you do that's under 30 seconds uh, most people like me are just talking to the camera for 30 seconds about again who you help and how you help them uh i can't i wish i could remember i saw really cool the other day it was um someone whose picture like they took a picture of themselves like this you know and then they shot the video so the video was actually i mean talk about harry potter it was like this 
and then the person started <laughs> talking. Cool. I mean, it was like yeah. so cool. I don't have that kind of skill set. Um, but yeah, things like that really, really help to differentiate. And think about it. If you're looking for a job, chances are most people don't even know this exists. And so you've got an employer, potential employer looking at your profile and you start talking to them. That's super cool, especially if you're talking to them as a buyer persona, not like, hey, John, hey, Jeff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you're saying, hey, if you're the owner of a small business, I can really help take you to the next level with my awesome marketing skills. I help the social media examiner do this. And in fact, I've got my own live stream. You should totally check it out. I've put a link, in fact, in, you know, in my featured area below. So you could actually put CTAs and little things like that, or you could check out cool. my, my resume in this featured section below. So to get video cover stories um, for like 10 seconds, you could actually get them on both your phone and online. You were just looking yeah. for the orange plus button. Mm -hmm. But I think now they're back to being just uh, at least to initiate just on your mobile device. So go into uh, the LinkedIn app on your mobile device, either Android or iPhone, um, and then go to your profile, which would be on the top left hand side. And you're going to click settings by accident. Just go back to your profile and click on your profile. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the version of your profile, like you see online or on uh, the desktop will show up. And if you see an orange plus sign, a little orange plus sign, um, kind of where your picture is to the, I think it's the bottom right hand side of your picture on the right hand side of your picture, mm -hmm. uh, you click on that plus sign and then you'll be able to upload that 30 second elevator speech. Um, but be creative, especially for those of you who are marketers, be creative with it. Think about like this is 30 seconds to show people more about you and what mm -hmm. you do and how you do it. Like there, I, I expect to see some really cool video cover stories out there, folks. Um, so that is something that we can make use of. And I believe almost everybody has it. We work okay. with um, folks all over the world and I always go, Hey, can you let me know if you can, if you can get it? And, and almost everyone has it now, it seems to be. Is so, this only available on personal profiles or do company pages have this ability as well? Oh, great question. Yeah. So far, I mean, as of yesterday, <laughs> it's only on personal profiles. Now that I say that, you know, I'll probably go to my company page and see that you can <laughs> upload it. Um, you can upload gifts, by the way, to your company. Oh, yeah. Just a little ninja, okay. ninja's trick there too. But yeah, no, the, the, um, the, the video cover stories are only available on personal profiles right now. So Sabrina okay. says uh, she just looked and she has it. So it, like you're saying, it's rolled Yay. out to almost everybody. The question I have, this is maybe something like uh, for strategy would be like, yeah. how often should you change that? Like, would you, yeah, that, I think, you know, is it something you want, you mentioned somebody doing it like a tip every day or whatever, but yeah. for more normal people, like how, how often should normal you change people. it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, you know, honestly, it depends the, about the amount of effort you want to put into it, to be honest. I, I did a couple that were kind of sucky and then I spent a long time and it, you can't tell it's not that good. Cause I'm not, a you know, I'm not actually very good at video. Um, so in editing and such. Um, but I, you know, that the one I've had on there has probably been on there for two months, but it's still relevant, right? It's still very relevant to who I am. So it, it really, I think, depends on how much effort you want to put into it and how relevant it is to your audience. Um, 
and what you're trying to to relay to them. If you're trying to relay that you're quick on your feet and you're full of knowledge and information, you want to you want to lay some new information, some new knowledge on them every day. Then hey, go for it because that's really going to reflect who you are. If you've already got a live, you know, I don't know. But you could get 30 seconds from your live and put it on there and give mm-hmm. people a visceral example of what you're doing. But yeah, mine's been on there for like three months. <laughs> so um, is there any stats on that? Like, well, kids, is there a way to tell how many people have watched it or anything like that? Not that I've seen, but then honestly, I haven't really checked in the last couple of weeks. So there should be. That would be awesome. Yeah, um, what you probably will see is is more views on your profile. Yeah. Okay. Like you can't see profile views, right? Yeah. So yeah, premium gives you an update of like who's visited your page. So you could probably see yeah, yeah. senior. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is yeah, a if, Oh, go ahead. Good. Sorry. I cut you off. No, no. I was just going to reiterate what Grace said. If you don't have premium, you just have to go see who's viewed your profile every day because it'll only show you the last five people. If you have premium, it's really, that's one of the benefits of premium is you can go in like once a week and, and you get even better stats of who's viewed your profile, which is probably not a bad, um, you know, that, that, that's, that's one of the reasons to invest in premium is to be able to see everyone who's viewed your profile because They've looked at you. Now you can start that conversation. Very cool. <laughs> I noticed you've been creeping on me. Yeah. Would you like to talk? <laughs> That's funny. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, here's a great question. So this is from Jim, uh, my friend Jim. And he says, should we change to creator mode on LinkedIn? So let's talk about that real quick. So as we move on to creator mode, you know, like other yep. platforms before it, like Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn is trying to embrace its creator community. So uh, LinkedIn says people love to see creators give their take right. on what's happening in the news or share insights into a specific industry, yeah. whether it's a video or article or whatever. Um, and so they have this new creator mode on your dashboard. So what is creator mode and what is the benefit yeah. of using it on your personal profile? Yeah, so creator mode shuffles things around a little bit on your profile. It pulls your featured section up higher. Um, Theoretically, when you add your best uh, hashtags and you use those hashtags in your content, it promotes your um, content to more people. We haven't actually seen that that's true, but hey, they say it does. So Um, the the only word of caution I would like, so first of all, when creator mode came out, Obviously, I turned it on and I was like, "Woo! everybody should have creator mode. Creator mode's awesome. You know, everyone can see your activity. It's higher up. Woohoo! Creator mode rocks. Um, and I still feel that way. And what it does as well is it changes your connect button into a follow button. So if you're trying to build a following and you don't want a bunch of people inviting you to connect, it's a good thing. So I, I really appreciated that. And and absolutely, I've got a follow button now instead of a connect button. If you are looking for a job, um, you probably want to make yourself as accessible as possible. So you think twice about turning on that creator mode because you don't want a potential employer trying to figure out how to get in touch with you Um and in addition to that, you want to probably add your contact information, although you will get spam phone calls and you will get spam email. And I'm sorry, but you will. Uh, but if you do add your um, phone number or your email address into your about section, uh, then it's also easier for recruiters or employers to reach out to you. Um, so 
that was a really long answer. I love creator mode. And if you don't mind the fact that your connect button turns into a follow button, then absolutely go for it. So here's the reason that I switched on my creator mode this morning. And it's because creator mode puts a bigger focus on your LinkedIn live broadcast furthering yes. the, the content you share an app. So what it does yeah. is actually brings it up to your profile picture when you're live. Yeah. And so that was a big deal for me. So if you are doing a regular live show, would you say that would be a good idea to do? Yeah. Now I've heard, um, I I've heard some, People say that the live show will go above your your profile even if you don't have creator mode. Mm. Um, but I got creator. You know, I don't know if that's true because I've got both. So right, right. <laughs> I do love I do love the live shows playing in the in that banner place because I mean that was the biggest complaint of people. You know, there I want to follow your live. I want to you know I want to go to your live and then. Um, they can't find it because LinkedIn sucked at letting people know where the live was happening. So, um, you know, and by the way, it works on company pages too. And by the way, LinkedIn is giving, finally giving more companies live. So we just got our Vengresso live, like our, literally our company live instead of using my profile oh. and that that live still shows on the company page, which is really cool as well. That's awesome. That's really cool. Here's a question from Robert, and he yeah. says, in your cover stories, have you used CC to your advantage for uh, those who can't play the audio of your cover story to your or to your background stories as a CTA to amplify your <gasps> message in your great. cover video? I wish I could say yes, and Robert, we absolutely should. The only thing I did was to, to stand out. I wrote on a whiteboard. Um, <laughs> You know, our little <laughs> prospect better sell more. That was my CC right there. That was my CC. No, um, yeah, Robert, 100%, we should be using closed captioning. And yeah. I'm not, but we should be. We absolutely 100% should be. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. And then we but as an alternative, you can use uh, you can use something like Restream to record it, and then put in captions yes. in there too yes. if you want to do that. Because I'm not a I'm not a video producer either, as Robert knows. So. Yeah. <laughs> and so Gary, and Gary says that's goes, why I. Oh. I'm sorry. I said Gary says I uh, have creator mode, and now he doesn't mind having the follow for versus yeah. connect. So what were you yeah. going to say? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, uh, thank you also, Grace, for bringing that up. Like if you are using a restreaming tool uh, or a streaming tool like Restream, there's so many branding elements that make it awesome. Um, and yeah, shoot your video, 30 second, you know, do shoot your video, use all those cool features for those of us who are graphically impaired and not, you know, not, not really video editors because you can look a whole lot more professional and that will definitely, um, that will definitely make you stand out as well. So yeah, thank you for bringing that up, Grace. So Gary's got this great point. He goes, TikTok recently introduced video resumes. Do you think that yeah. will catch on? Well, Gary, you read my mind because our next section is all about uh, some LinkedIn video print trends and best practices. And the thing is, is that recently, you know, TikTok did launch that pilot program uh, throughout July that allows users to apply yeah. their jobs to the app using video re resumes. Um, it's called TikTok resumes. And so it's really interesting. Some of these big companies yeah. are having it and they got a post with that tack, the, the hashtag TikTok resumes. But, yeah. um, you know, Vivica, I'd really love to know that, you know, this is a test for now. Do you think this is something that may catch on over on LinkedIn because it's an easy way, especially for those Gen Z yeah. people and all that stuff. Do you think that will eventually happen over there? 
Oh, 100 percent. And I'm, I'm 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 laughing to myself. It's like TikTok introduced video resumes. I mean, I get that they actually right. have a feature around it. But like, hello, I, I was went back, you know, literally 15 years ago when I first started teaching LinkedIn to job seekers back in the day. Um, I was saying, hey, you should have a video resume. And here's some examples of good video resumes on YouTube. So, yeah, it, it's not new. Um, but, yeah, 15 years later, after a pandemic with Gen Z and everyone or most people being a lot more conversant in um, video and creating video and sharing video, 100% I feel like people, if you've – if if you're willing to make the effort, you should be adding video test, uh, video resumes rather to your LinkedIn. And I think you can do it on TikTok, right? Right. And just add that link to LinkedIn oh, yeah. and then promote that link um, mm -hmm. to your featured section. And there you go. You've got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is just a test that they've done with like 30 companies. Yeah. We'll see where it goes because there's a lot of career focused um a, a cure focus content over on TikTok. i don't necessarily think that i would want that on my linkedin because a lot of it is just like anti-management anti-corporate yeah. like, i don't know that i necessarily want that along with my company page but well, um, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but that leads me to my next question of like linkedin is just so buttoned up it's very professional you know you're commenting on news stories right. people that do video there are doing a good job of it right you're not yeah. getting a lot of that that snarkiness. And so do you think that LinkedIn video should always be that button up business content? I mean, sure, be silly, yeah. be fun, whatever. But like, it is so different than what's out there on the other platforms. Do you see LinkedIn yeah. as a place where you can kind of stretch this a little bit? You, you always want to be business focused. But yeah, you don't have to be like, buttoned up stick up your butt for sure i mean i think of our friend michaela alexis like she does great video she does them on uh TikTok and then brings them over into linkedin like that's her um our our ceo mario he's always he's got a linkedin video where he's singing with his kids um he's got you know he he does a lot with his kids on online or on uh, linkedin he always pulls in some kind of like business lesson around it but um i think as long as there's some kind of business relation to to the videos um and quite frankly just the content that you're sharing it's okay it's the math tests um the you know it's it's the completely has absolutely nothing to do with your who you are in your business world type stuff that drives me nuts and because LinkedIn's got a relatively simple algorithm when someone, you know, throws up a, <laughs> a, a math test or, or something that's just completely irrelevant to them, to their business, to LinkedIn. And then everyone's like, this doesn't belong on LinkedIn. This doesn't belong on LinkedIn. This doesn't belong it on LinkedIn. And th then it gets even more visibility for more people to say it doesn't belong on LinkedIn. Then it goes viral and the person goes, I'm going to do more math tests. <laughs> right. I just imagine these LinkedIn pitchforks and flames and ah. Right. So on that yeah, note, talk to us about ah. what are some best. Ah. <laughs> that's our that's our thing now. Ah. Um, talk to us about best practices for video and on LinkedIn, the, like recommended length, pre-recorded versus native yeah. uh, versus going live. I know live is not still not available to everyone, but pre-recorded and native video is. Oh, yeah. And like, what's the yeah. recommended length of a video on? on LinkedIn because you know we're we broadcast a show it's an hour long but I know over yeah. on YouTube like 10 minutes is kind of the ideal right yeah. that's a little exactly. excessive 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And on LinkedIn, like under three minutes, um, we do a lot of training on selling with videos. So what we have learned is if it's under a minute, it's going to get 30% more views than anything that's over a minute. Um, now, obviously, there are videos if you're doing explainer videos, if you're walking people through how to use your platform or, you know, explainer videos. Um, obviously, they're going to run a little bit longer. But even if you're doing interviews, getting testimonials, um, doing a video resume, keeping it as close to a minute as, poss as possible is good. You do have a 10, if you're doing native video, you've got a 10 minute mm -hmm. stopping point. You can't upload a video that's more than 10 minutes um, or less than three seconds, but I guess that would be a gift. So make sure that your uh, video is at least three seconds um, under 10 minutes. And then depending on what you're trying to do with it, try to keep it as close to a minute as possible. Pretty much do as I say, not as I do, because you'll notice like every single video I have is how to, you know, a tip on how to use LinkedIn and they're all about three to four minutes. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll, um, video captions, you know, Oh, go ahead. No, you good. video captions. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So again, to, to Grace's point, using a tool like Restream where you can get the captions in there, you can get that nice branding. Um, and then if you can download that, you know, three to 10 minute segment, if you can download it and then re-upload it as native video, Native video does still tend to get slightly better visibility. It's not like before when it was 10x. Like if you shared a YouTube link and a, uploaded a native video of the exact same content, LinkedIn was going to give you 10x more visibility on the native content. It's it's not like that anymore. We my native videos get about 20 to 30 percent more views than my my uh, YouTube videos, so it's not that important. But hey, anything to give you an edge. I think what's more important than um, you know native or link is when you're when you're writing the post to uh, that goes along with the video, whether it's native or a link. Um, you really want to utilize as much of that space as possible. And they just expanded it to 3000 characters from 1200. So that's a mini blog post. Yeah. Because LinkedIn's algorithm is focused on dwell time. So as long as, you know, the, the longer people stay in your post, the more LinkedIn is going to open it up and show it to more people. And so you want to get people engaged in the content of your post. And then with calls to action, you know, watch the video to learn more, watch the video, you know, if you don't like reading words, whatever. <laughs> um, but, you know, that combination of getting them to read through the post and then stay the minute or so and watch the video, that's going to get you more amplification on your content, too. So I want to go back and just talk really quick. So that's what I've been doing with this show. If yeah. you guys follow my LinkedIn page that I usually exactly. take like a, a question that I ask Vivica and just take her answer and put it in the title and repurpose that across all platforms. But it's really interesting how well it does on LinkedIn. Like you were saying, it's about a 20 percent lift that I, I have one that I did uh, with uh, Neil Schaefer. He was talking yeah. about influencer marketing that just took off. Yeah. And on yeah. that question, I wanted to ask you how important are hashtags to that? Because that one I use like influencer hash, like influencer marketing hashtag, and it did really well. Yeah, and yeah. I'm wondering if it was the hashtag, anything to do with it. Yeah, hashtags have a little bit to do with it. Probably more than Neil had something to do right. with it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. You know, he's got a guy's, his, you know, huge network. Um, so hashtags are important. And if you've got the creator mode, right, choose your five best hashtags. And then if you can at least pull some of those hashtags 
into your content. That's good. Something people don't realize on LinkedIn, the first three hashtags that you use, when you then share the link, not just share it and post it, but when you go back, you know, on the top, right, you get the three dots and you can copy that link. What you will notice is those top three hashtags are also in the link, potentially making that link more findable, you know, even on Google um, and making your content more visible, even on things like Google. Um, so make sure that you utilize somewhere between three to five hashtags. It doesn't mean you don't have to just um, put them at the bottom. You can work, and I recommend working your hashtags, those top three, into your content mm -hmm. uh, in your post somehow. Um, and then we always recommend you want, you know, at least one macro uh, hashtag social selling, one micro hashtag, you know, LinkedIn selling, and then potentially one unique hashtag unique to you or your company, because it just makes it easier to find that uh, content later. For us, it would be something like, you know, hashtag Vengresso picks or Vengresso vids. And mm. that will also help to make uh, that will help you. Uh, that will that will help you to um, gather your your content and be able to disseminate it more easily. So like a branded hashtag, like hashtag. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, gotcha. Okay. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we've gone long and I appreciate you with all the hiccups that were happening with the interwebs and all that stuff. <laughs> but uh, Vivica, I want to give you enough chance that you can tell people where to find you, your books, your courses, uh, all the stuff that Vengresso offers. Let us know where yeah. they can find you. Sure, sure. So um, if you want to find me, just Google LinkedIn expert and my LinkedIn profile should be near the top, if not the first non-paid uh, ad that comes up. Mm -hmm. Just customize, always customize your invitation. That was, it seems like an hour ago we talked about that, but right. always customize your invitation to connect. Just let me know that you are on the the, the show um, with, with Jeff and Grace, and um, obviously I'll connect with you. If you want to find us on LinkedIn, or if you want to find us just Vengresso with one S, we are not soup, V-E-N-G-R-E-S-O, uh, <laughs> Vengresso.com. And if you go to Vengresso.com forward slash resources, we have so many great free resources. Now they are very much focused on, um, on sellers, mm -hmm. on sales. So, you know, but just understand you'll, you'll probably get something out of it. Also, you will get a really annoying, but very useful pop-up, which is um, actually a PDF version of our book, which you can get for free or my book. Um, so you will have to pay with your, you know, your name, your email address and your first child. But after that, <laughs> You will get the PDF version of our book for free um, or buy the paper version on Amazon. As Jeff said, he's put the links to that below if you're on Amazon Live. Um, don't buy the first book. I'm sorry, Jeff. Don't buy LinkedIn Marketing in Our Day. It is 10, it is 12 years old in social media years, which is like 2008 in real years. So like, don't buy it. It's so out of date. But the, but this one, I we published back in April. So it's mostly up to date. Gotcha. Of course, LinkedIn <laughs> introduces video cover stories right after it went to publishing. Uh, so make sure you guys go to right. go and check her out at Vengresso and Vivica yeah. everywhere. LinkedIn expert, you can find her. She is all across the, the interweb. So check her out. She's amazing to follow. Always gives, like today, amazing advice. We've had uh, a lot of people say, like Gary says, great talk today, guys. Really excellent insight. So thank you, Gary. Thank you for all you guys showing up today. Don't forget, and I forgot to talk about it. I was so excited that Vivica came on the show today, that you can actually text us at 903-287-9088. 
and get reminded about these live shows. No spam, no nothing. It's just we send out these reminders when we're about to go live, um, and it's it's easy to do. 903-287-9088. It's an easy way to get around the pesky algorithms that we have to deal with on social media. And um, also, um, <laughs> do not forget our sponsors. Uh, number one, don't forget about uh, this Leap Into Live streaming boot camp by um, my friends over at Ecamm. And you can always, if you want to check out Ecamm, go to socialmediaslive.com forward slash Ecamm. And then go to Leap Into Live, sign up for that. I'm going to be doing a talk. You want to, don't want to miss that. You can you can uh, heckle me from the audience at leapintolive.com. I'd love to see you guys there. And Grace, you have some amazing stuff as well over happening over on um, uh, Restream. That's where you work. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got this amazing Restream <laughs> community on Facebook. So just look up restream.community. It's our group where we, um, everywhere from like beginners to pro live video People are there, come there, network, find out more, learn, troubleshoot. I was on there early this morning, just like answering customer questions. So there are real people behind it. You will get your questions answered. So join us over there. That's right. <laughs> and our next show is next Friday, July 30th, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. And you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Amazon Live. And I want to do one final thought from my friend Sabrina. She goes, I am now in love with Vivica. <laughs> Thank you all for amazing yeah. tips and insights on LinkedIn. Yes, uh, uh, Vivica is very easy to love. So make sure you, she is. like we said, follow her everywhere. With that, thank you guys so much. Thank you for staying late for us and through all the hiccups and jumping streams and all that stuff. We will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Social Media News Live.